Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers lost to Philadelphia. The crowd was on fire still. And I'm going to explain why. This might be a shorter show or a longer show. We'll just see how long this ramp goes for. But look, it's pretty simple when it comes to the Lakers, who, by the way, they lost to Philadelphia 126 to 121. They were without LeBron James, without Anthony Davis, without Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, and and they were playing against the Philadelphia 76ers team, playing with Joel Embiid and with James Harden. Uh, so, you know, you would think heading in, yeah, this should be a pretty, another yet, yet another just kind of whatever loss. You chalk it up to the situation and you move on. But the Lakers didn't feel that way, right? They came out, they competed hard. I thought Philly kind of sleepwalked a little bit, which which certainly helped. Uh, but the Lakers played hard. They competed throughout. And it was close right until kind of the last whistle. And throughout all of it, the, the Lakers uh, crowd there in, in Crypto.com Arena was there ready to explode on big shots and ready to, 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 to get behind the Lakers when they would go on their runs. And, uh, you know, it, it's... It's a it's a season so far this year that I think has kind of been defined by uh, a a a consistent amount of incredulousness here with with this Lakers fan base and with this Lakers roster and and look I I think I'm going to talk to Howard Beck about this on tomorrow's Lakers Lounge um, I I think I have been a Lakers fan my entire life. I have covered this team closely now for going on a decade somehow, um, and my dad is is a lifelong, my mom even is a lifelong Lakers fan, and and I think this fan base is 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 it's pretty cut and dry on on a couple topics. And if a fan base doesn't feel like a team or a player is giving an effort commensurate with the expectations of putting on that purple and gold uniform, then yeah, yeah, they're going to let you know that that amount of effort is not going to sit well. Like my, my least favorite players of all time, uh, whoever wore Lakers uniforms, like Brian Cook, I didn't really like Travis Knight, Tyler Ennis, right? And it's not just that like, like Tyler Ennis was just bad at basketball, whatever. And, and Travis Knight, you know, same kind of thing. But but I, you know, there was some Eldon Campbell got a lot of grief for this too. I remember earlier in my life, and like there was an amount of annoyance with those players for not feeling like they always particularly cared. And and I think with this team over the course of this season, when you've heard those boos, it's been after like just kind of lackadaisical turnovers and jogging back on defense, being down by 30, 40 points. Like this team, I don't care how I don't care who is around LeBron. A, a LeBron team should not consistently should not go through a streak where they are down double digits for as long as the Lakers had that streak for. And you know that's a lot of it. A lot of it's you know, a lot of it's talent. A lot of it is roster construction. Construction, granted, some of it is coaching, but a lot of it is effort. When you have LeBron on your team. When you have even Russell Westbrook, even at this stage of his career, uh, you should not be as non-competitive as the Lakers were for as long as they were. And for these last four games, you start to see some like some buy-in with the fan base where they're saying, huh, okay, all right, 
we care now. It looks like you care now. Let's get some more of that. And I, and I thought tonight was a perfect example. Look, yeah, Lakers fans are spoiled. Lakers fans uh, have, have at times unrealistic expectations. But they knew what they were walking into on this one. And the fact that the Lakers were competitive as long as they were, again, right to the very end, and at times held leads against a much more talented roster. Um, and and that's not even including the referees who happen to be wearing Philadelphia 76ers jerseys tonight. Uh, when you, When you see all of that going on and you still see guys working their ass off to remain competitive, then yeah, it's a lot easier to get behind that team. And this is also, by the way, why we have been pushing as hard as we have been pushing to see younger guys, hungrier guys out there for longer than they have been this season. The Stanley Johnsons, the Wenyan Gabriels, like those guys are out there working their asses off because they have their entire career that they're fighting for ahead of them. But when you see guys like Trevor Ariza and you see guys like Kent Bazemore and Carmelo Anthony and and Melo has been mostly fine, but he still has his DeAndre Jordan earlier in the year. Um, which, by the way, DeAndre, shouts to you for fucking trying last night. I, I appreciate that. It's like we had a, a we I went out golfing when I was out in Vegas and there was this party at, at two two groups ahead of us. We had my group was we had three uh groups that were all together and we teed off at different times and two groups ahead of where i was at um was a group that was not with us and they were just they were out there playing like it was a freaking masters out there lining up every single putt taking multiple looks from multiple angles on all of these shots and stuff and and the the ranger had to speak to him twice and eventually after the second time i think after they were threatened to be kicked off the the course they sped up, and we never saw them again. And I walked off the court, of course, after we saw that them like speed up like that. And I walked away from it. I was like, "Wait, you guys could have played like that the whole time. We didn't have to wait for you guys this whole freaking time." And it's like that's how I felt watching DeAndre Jordan. You could have made multiple jumps this whole freaking time. That was something you were capable of. <laughs> anyway, uh, but but yeah, like with, with guys earlier in the season that we're clearly just not interested in competing, that's the kind of thing that not just Lakers fan bases, but just sports fan in general just don't tolerate. Like that's not that's not a that's not something that I'm holding up the Lakers fan base is like, oh yeah, we know the purity of what is competition. No. Every sports fan knows what it looks like when an athlete is trying and when they aren't. We know what it looks like when an athlete is bad. Right, but you 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 compound that with not trying, and yeah, it's 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 a lot easier to just say like, yeah, you know, all right, fuck you too. Then we aren't gonna we aren't gonna pay attention. And so, look, the Lakers lost, and they are now currently tied in the loss column for the Nor- with the Nor- New Orleans Pelicans for the nine spot, and they are two games up in the loss column uh, on San Antonio, who won tonight uh, for the ten spot. And and look, whether or not they make the play-in is is kind of it's up for grabs. I, I think it's more likely they make it. I think at this stage than they don't. Uh, but all that I ask and all that we have been asking for for you know for as long as we've known this roster was bad, it's just like okay, yeah, we know the roster is bad, but just freaking try. <laughs> we know that the roster is bad. We know that for some reason. 
uh, Rob Polinka and, and and LeBron James and everybody, the, the Rambi and everybody making decisions on this Lakers roster leaned hilariously heavily on combo guards instead of wings, and they didn't sign a consistently good big outside of Anthony Davis. Like we've we've known that we have taken that into account, but when you compound compound that with just not caring, that's the stuff that we just won't tolerate and that sports fans in general will not tolerate. So the Lakers chose, uh, you know, they did not suit up LeBron James for this one, obviously still waiting on some news on Anthony Davis. It, I am recording this right now on the 23rd, the last remaining minutes uh, where I am of March 23rd. The next Lakers game is March 27th. So I think what the strategy was here was like, when we're playing against this Philly team uh, with Joel Embiid and with James Harden without Anthony Davis already, uh, let's not extend LeBron when we don't necessarily have to. Given that, that next Lakers game on the 27th is against New Orleans, and it will likely decide uh, home court advantage in that in that playing game between these teams. So uh, I think that's kind of what the Lakers were thinking there. Uh, Frank Vogel did say that if LeBron was healthy, that he would have gone. We know that LeBron isn't healthy, though. So there are going to be some choices made, and I think this was kind of one of them. Uh, So it makes this game against New Orleans that much more important, that much more critical, and that much more interesting to watch if this same effort just keeps up um, as, as it has the last four games. It'll have to. New Orleans has been playing good basketball since they picked up C.J. McCollum. Um, and there are some kind of whispers about Zion maybe returning this year. He's doing one-on-one stuff now, I guess, and maybe they're thinking, hey, if we could just put him in a playoff series, maybe he makes a miraculous return for that. Um, So they're going to want it. The Lakers are going to have to want it as well, and so it's going to be interesting to see how that all goes down. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Make sure you guys check out the I Love Basketball crew. Raj and Sabrina Sabrina are going to uh, recap this one. They can actually say that they love basketball on this one since it was actually basketball that we watched. Uh, So you're going to want to enjoy that. And then, like I said, tomorrow or today, by the time you guys are listening to this, I am going to be talking to Howard Beck um, about this Lakers season. And a lot of what I just finished talking about about the expectations that Lakers fans have for Lakers teams and what made some of the more unpopular teams as unpopular as they were, this one being one of them for most of this season, for basically all of this season. So until then, I'm Anthony Irwin, saying have a good one.